Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So I was looking through uh, Google on Nuri Martinez. Uh, she did an interview with the L.A. Sentinel, which I think is a uh, black newspaper in town. And uh, there's a paragraph about here, and it's, it's, a, it's a puff piece, uh, but two lines. Um, she is not shy about pointing out that racism in Los Angeles uh, and throughout this nation is real. She says addressing racism requires the uncomfortable conversations that many don't want to have. Uh, she, uh, I don't think she's afraid of uncomfortable conversations about race at all. I think she's happy to express her racism against little black children. Uh, from the category of deflect, we now have a story that this Labor Federation, remember there was a labor hack there from L.A. County? Yes, Herrera. Herrera. Uh, they're, they're threatening to try to find out who leaked this conversation. Private and confidential conversations mm. in private offices and conference rooms. This is a serious security and privacy breach. Yeah, you go work on that. Oh, I guess that's where they were with this, the L.A. County Federation of Labor Offices. That's where they are talking. That's so, what I'm guessing from so, this. So, uh, well, the... Are these people on the tape the only people in the room, or did someone else leave a phone lying on, yeah, on the I floor? I do suspect a phone. You're right. The, 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 the recording is a little distant and a little echoing, muffled. Yeah. So it's not right in front of them on the table. No, and, they're not speaking into microphones. You're right. No, it's and, like a speakerphone thing. And you only hear four of them. You hear Herrera, Cedillo, De Leon, and Martinez. So somebody must have left something behind. And, and that, which office was that? Was that the uh, the L.A. County Federation of Labor Offices? <laughs> All right. And Ron Herrera is the president, and that who you that's who you hear on the recording with those three. Well, maybe it's Martinez, Cedillo, and De Leon. Well, maybe it's uh, one of his wait, own wait, people. The end of the story here. Just stuff never goes away. Uh, it says here that they want an investigation. Anyone with information should contact the federation's chief of staff, Herb Wesson's son. Yes. Well, uh, actually, Daniel Gus had a whole uh, whole thing on that in his column today. Um, because and the husband of Martinez's chief of staff, Alexis Wesson. Right. That's Nuri Martinez. Oh my God! So yeah, incestuous. Yeah. The, the daughter-in-law of Herb Wesson is uh, 
the chief of staff for Nuria Martinez. All right, uh, do we got Daniel Gus on the line? Uh, he's with the Gus Report. He is uh, one of the best uh, writers on inside L.A. politics. And uh, Daniel, how are you? Uh, gentlemen, good to uh, hear you. Anything interesting going on today? Well, let me well, ask- what, what could, let me just ask you this first. What, what do you think the source of this is? Uh, I think you guys just now hit on it. Somebody left a recording device because it doesn't sound like a phone recording. And by the way, that's why I don't think the the County Federation of Labor's investigation is going to go anywhere because it's not a recorded phone call. It's a recorded conversation in a room. It doesn't appear to be, as a, you know, a recording of a, a wiretap. It doesn't feel like a recorded phone call. It feels like a recorded conversation in a room. And I think that's where you're going to find that their investigation goes nowhere. I think somebody left the device behind. Because they knew that these people talked this way all the time and they wanted to embarrass them or ruin their <laughs> political the record, yeah. like, what's What's the motivation for this? Not that you'd know. Uh, I could just... make a case. Not, not that I know, but I could make a case for everybody other than Nuri Martinez recording it. I could see Gil Cedillo doing this because he was bitter at losing his job after a few decades in office. I'm not saying this happened. I'm just saying I could see him being so bitter at losing his job to a newcomer by the name of uh, Unisys Hernandez in the primary. And this is kind of way his kind of kicking out the establishment that didn't somehow get him reelected. Hmm. I could see it being similar with Kevin DeLeon. I'm not saying it happened. I have no proof that it happened. But I could see him being bitter at, you know, he didn't want to be a city councilman. He wanted to come here to be mayor. And he mailed it in every single day. I'm not sure he or Cedillo even live in their district. So I could see him being a little bitter. I could see potential blackmail material. Uh, uh, so there's, you can make the case for a lot of these things other than Nuri recording it because she just went off the deep end with yeah, all she of She looks stuff. the worst. So I have, yeah, so, uh, did, that's really who she is. The content, that's really who she is. Did the content of it surprise you or, or did you either know? Yeah, that's what we're going to ask right. you. Were you surprised oh, by hearing them, these people talk like this? Not not a, not a shred of it surprises me. This is who they are. This is what they've always been selling. And, 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 and they play off the tensions between the black community, the Latino community, not unlike in the 90s, the, the, the tensions between the black community and the Korean community with the whole Latasha Harlins being murdered by a storekeeper by the name of Soon Jadu, who didn't do a day in jail. So they always sell race. I, I once uh, I once interviewed um, uh, Larry Flint, and he was talking about uh, the difference between him and Jimmy Swaggart, and he said, "Well, I sell my thing, and he sells his." So this is what they sell us, and the media, particularly the L.A. Times, has gone on with this for decades because them all it's good for business. It's good for business. So, they, so, so they, none of it surprises me. Just just the the fact that it, it finally slipped. That it was shocking, but not even remotely so, surprising. Do you think the editors and the writers, uh, editorial board people, the LA Times, know that these people are just race hucksters in order to uh, further their political de- careers and power? And the LA Times just prints this stuff because it it sells newspapers and now sells website hits. Absolutely. Uh, there's no way. These are intelligent people at the LA Times uh, editorial board. 
And, and, and again, it's good for business. They advance their agenda. And believe me, they have an agenda. And, and, and it is good for business. And they know exactly who these people are. They know them backwards and forwards. And they've known them long before they arrive in Los Angeles from Sacramento or the county or any of the other uh, the local governments. They know exactly who these people are dealing with. And they're intelligent people at the editorial board. They know exactly what they're selling, and they know how to position it to get what they want. What do you think the worst of it is, the comments about Bond and Son? Uh, gosh. There's a lot of that. Well, There's a lot in this bag, yeah. But well, I'll tell you, that seems that to be getting the most play. Most, the thing that surprises me the most is something from the first or second clip. Second, Nuri Martinez, if you listen to it, she says she never saw The Wizard of Oz. This is a woman who was on the LAUSD school board, and she speaks in <laughs> slang and double negative. She never saw The Wizard of Oz? Are you kidding me? Um, how can she be the mother of a school-aged child and never saw The Wizard of Oz? But yeah, of course. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing, you know, the, the people who I know in the blogosphere who follow these people, you know, five days a week, not one person was surprised. It's shocking to hear. It's shocking to read. But none of it's surprising. It's all awful. And, and let me tell you something about uh, the child that they attack and that I believe Nuri Martinez threatened with violence, if not, you know, <laughs> tongue-in-cheek. This is not just a, a, a child. This child is barely out of diapers. He's barely out of diapers. It's not even like talking about a teenager who may have gotten into trouble. This is a young kid. He's, he's in the early years of elementary school. The fact that they would, that, that, listen, attacking on race, uh, attacking on gender, uh, the, 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 the pseudo-homophobia that they hurled at Mitch O'Farrell, who, by the way, he's not even remotely Irish, that the O was added sometime about 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> that... Yeah, I mean, no. They're all it's such phonies. Guy. What Just is that, a performer's it's... name? Why did he add the O? You know, I, maybe he identified with St. Patrick's Day. I have no idea. <laughs> but, 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 oh, oh, and by the way, he, this nonsense, this racism goes both ways. If you remember, about a week ago, Karen Bass accused a prominent Latino a political organization called Advance, like, like, like the word advance without the D. Right. And she accused them quite publicly of being bribed because they decided to endorse a capitalist. Rick Caruso they endorsed, and Karen Bass played the same game. She just put the car in reverse. She accused right. the Latino organization of bribery, and good for Advance. They said, hey, don't blame us because Rick Caruso's people did their work. They did the, the groundwork, and your organization didn't. So unless you're on board, and unless you're on board with the L.A. Times and whatever these political operatives are selling, you're a racist, you've been bribed, and good for advance for standing up for themselves and punching back. But it's all – it's. I have to say, other than attacking a very young child, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the worst of it, but not a shred of it. Um, and not a shred of it surprised me. Oh, and by the way, where's our mayor? Where's Gavin Newsom? <laughs> These people have the, the, the abacus out right now going, 
can you just picture Gavin and Eric in a room with their abacus and going, mm, see here, <laughs> president, ambassador, uh, midterms, uh, you know, I mean, let's, let's, let's face it. This shows more than anything that the unions are running all of the local governments right. and, and they need to be held. They need to be held accountable. Um, the thing with Bonin and Gascon, um, the residency about Cedillo and De Leon, they get in who they want to get in. And this is proof of it. This is proof. We all knew it. But there it is, Mr. Fong. Well, Cedillo well, is finished, right? But will the other two quit the council? Or you think they're going to try to hang in there? Well, Cedillo's quitting because he lost. Yeah, he's They're going to try to hold on. Where is Nuri Martinez going to go after this? She has. She might as well try to hang on, but she's literally going to get, what, one extra paycheck? I'm telling you, the next council meeting is scheduled for tomorrow and then oh. Tuesday. There's, there's no way in hell they're going to get anything going. Uh, you can look for the more progressive folks, the Ramans, the Bonins, Harris Dawsons, etc., a caress because he's such a phony uh, <laughs> to stand up and maybe turn their turn their back on her. Ooh, if they can get, that would be cool. If they, can, if they can get, by the way, council members, that would be a great idea. If you want Nuri Martinez out, turn your back. Do not participate. Do not allow a quorum until she leaves, Delion leaves, and Cedillo leaves. This is tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, can you imagine? Can you just imagine the turnout at City Hall tomorrow? I'm going to try to get there because it's going to be it's going to be massive. It's going to hey, be insane. There, there's nobody I know around the country that hasn't heard this story. They, they, yeah, they, they, it was on Fox they, News or the New York Times. Yeah, yeah they everybody's really, sending uh, it to me like I don't know. They, they really hate Bonin, yeah. though, don't they? Um, they hate him because uh, you know, he, he, like I said, he sells his thing, and the progressives sell theirs. And they hate him. Listen, I, I don't want to make a hero out of Mike Bonin, but but this is a guy who's had a lifetime of deep, deep personal troubles. And there's nothing funny about that. The addictions, the alcoholism, the homelessness, those are very serious troubles. Oh, and by the way, like Nithya Raman, he apparently went to Harvard. Yeah. And somehow this guy got in with his predecessor, Bill Rosendahl, and he got on L.A. City Council and he's you know, listen. You know, I, I I'm the furthest thing from 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 being in political sync with with uh, Mike Bonin, but he's kind of an, a mean spirited guy. But they're mostly mean spirited people. Yeah. There, they are right. mostly mean spirited people. Daniel, thank you very much for coming on. Daniel Gus, the Gus Report. Appreciate your input on this crazy story. Anytime you need me, I'm right here. All right, more coming up, John and Ken. KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's kind of a special edition of the John and Ken Show. Most of it is devoted to these city council hacks who are in deep trouble for uh, their recorded conversation. Again, it was all about redistricting, but they really went off on their colleagues' racist remarks. Yeah. Uh, incendiary. Yeah. yeah the city is roiling. The Times said this afternoon, it's unprecedented, unparalleled in recent L.A. history. Hey, they, well, listen. <laughs> this they, political implosion. Uh, this afternoon, everybody's calling for him to resign. U.S. Senator Alex Padilla and both Caruso and Bass think the three should resign. Well, That's Nuri it, Martinez, Kevin DeLeon, and Gil Cedillo. That's blatant hatred of black people. They don't want black people uh, to be represented uh, in, in the L.A. City Council to the extent that they are. Uh, they don't like the behavior of little black children uh, like uh, the Mike Bonin's son. Uh, they they want to divvy up uh, the uh, the the uh, 
districts of, districts, of right. black uh Oh, I think that one of the worst was what they said about the Oaxacans in Koreatown. Oh, that was then, really ugly. Then they threw the Oaxacans into it. What did the Oaxacans do to them? That's, you know, that's that's Mexico. That's I... Mexico. Yeah. Right. Now what now explain that because these That's are what I mentioned Hispanics. last hour that yeah. there's uh, there's shades of prejudice. Right. They don't like Oaxacans. In many countries, someone who is darker is treated much more harshly than the, than the so, lighter shades right, of, so the, of the race. It's they, just the way it's been. Is there any black in Oaxacans? I, I, mean, I don't know. I know they're, you know it's another section of Mexico. Or is it just the, the, the anybody that has a darker color skin makes them crazy? I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I, what do you do with this kind of hatred? Just say, oh, yeah, go ahead. Represent the people. Spend another uh, two years, another four years, whatever. Go ahead, represent the people. You're all really good. And can you give us more lectures on hate and uh, and diversity? And give us more lectures about uh, white people and Trump supporters and all that. We want to hear it. What's that city council meeting going to look like tomorrow? It's going to be a media mob. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, you know what? They should get exactly the same treatment that everybody else has gotten who isn't black and Hispanic and has gotten uh, crucified. For one thing or another. And people get crucified for making jokes. They get crucified for making offhanded comments. But this represented their deep-seated worldview. This is the way they look at the world. Because what you said, what the purpose of the meeting was to carve up Los Angeles council districts so that Hispanic representatives would have more assets, like an airport, more power, more numbers, so that we, they'd be able to get close to a majority and then have things their way. And yes. the hell with black and white people and, and Asians and what they need and what they want. It's what we want. It's well, our Again, turn as we've said, rule. if you really believe in quotas, and a lot of these politicians do, the city's 52% Latino. It's not 52% on the L.A. City Council. There's only four of them. Right. So they need eight. They need eight. So yeah. they had a lot of work to do. Yeah. And so Boy, they- I'm looking at more of the transcript of this audio recording. Nuri Martinez, I can't believe how many times I can see her using the F word. It's unbelievable. She was so whipped up about this redistricting committee. There's a 21-member redistricting commission. That's who was trying to figure out. And by the way, this recording's a year ago. I don't know where they are now. But council districts are redrawn once every 10 years. And she just says they've effing gone rogue. They're effing useless at this point. They feel like they're in charge of themselves. By the way. Who, so I guess at a year ago when they were looking at this, it wasn't going well for what she thought was Latino power. Who made her queen of the world? Who put her in charge? Council president. She feels it. She doesn't want the blacks to get power. They she, thought she was going to run for she, mayor, she, but she didn't. She thinks the Oaxacans are ugly. Oh, she would be mayor now if uh, Garcetti had ever gotten that uh, ambassadorship to India. They were gonna, oh, she would have right, been, got the appointment. Yeah, right. that's that's a that's a, a normal thing that that happens. Well, this would have blown that out of the water. That, yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, I think whoever had this recording has saved it because it's a year ago. Yeah. Well, or did the time sit on it? I doubt it. But no, I don't know. this went on Reddit. Somebody posted it on Reddit and then deleted it, but left it up there long enough so uh, news organizations could copy it. Oh, and did they, they do that recently? They put it on Reddit recently. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then deleted it. And then deleted it. So uh, there's no there's no trace, public trace of who recorded it, who uploaded it, who deleted it. It's down now just evaporated. But by the LA Times discovered it. Other publications, websites rather, also have the, the audio clips. So it's all over the place forever now. It's never going to go away. And uh, but by the way, 
I'm going to repeat myself. Be careful what you wish for. At one point, they were talking about, like, Cedillo's getting replaced. Mm -hmm. He's already lost his race. And uh, her name is Unisys Hernandez. This is another Nithya Raman Democrat socialist. going to take Cedillo's seat. And Mitchell Farrell's in danger of losing to a labor guy who's also Democrat socialist, Hugo Soto Martinez. And Cedillo called them one devil and another devil. I won't miss Cedillo, but these two, oh, wow, with Nithya Raman? They're yeah. going to turn this LA City Council into something oh, no. even wackier than we've ever seen. We're going into they, they, basically they want like free rent. They'd like to get rid of evictions forever. I mean, that's just one example. They're of the communists. Kind of yes, they're communists. People have to get comfortable with the idea. It's that, softer to that, say Democrat socialists. Yeah, right? I know they had to rebrand because communism got such a bad rap with the Soviet Union or with China, and and it just seems old fashioned and kind of uh, anachronistic to call people communists. That's something out of the fifties and sixties, but. That's what it is. It's it's just got it's 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 like they 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 put another coat of paint okay. on the uh, uh, on the old jalopy and they have a new sign over over the store. It is communism, is what they're preaching. They're Marxists. They follow the teachings of Karl Marx. That's what they believe the world should be. I oh. mean, I read the most asinine column in the LA Times today by somebody named Nicholas Goldberg. Two lines. Oh, he's so, the worst. He I don't the read worst. those people. Well, he's the worst. But what he wrote is, hey, you know, Rick Caruso may be a good mayor, but I'm not going to vote for him because he's a rich guy. Yeah, I saw that headline. Yeah. But that is what all these communist democratic socialists believe, that making money, earning money, owning things is bad. Corporations are bad. Owning your own home is bad. Uh, expecting other people to own a rent a home, to afford it forcing them to actually work, uh, not allowing them to live in the street and do drugs. It, th- th- that's what that's the kind of world that they want here in L.A. All right. When we come back, we're going to shift off this a little bit. We'll be back on the city council later on in the show. But we'll move over to another politician involved in a bit of a surprise and a big story. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we are dancing on graves today, uh, so uh, we'll have more later on about the whole city council scandal. Yeah, I just got to take Nuri Martinez off our voter guy. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And De Leon. Leon. We're not not recommending them anymore? I don't know. Were they up for re-election? I I don't think they're all up at once. Are they in the city council? No, they're not. Uh, And Cedillo's gone. Cedillo. Uh, The good old days. Yeah, right. John, we'll talk about that uh, coming up later on. Next hour, oh, over the weekend. It's an El Segundo Time special about the gas prices. You got to hear us talk about. And they're a little soft sell on the state, despite warnings, wasn't prepared for these high gas prices. Mm -hmm. They didn't put anything in place to prepare Uh for this kind of... (laughs) (laughs) It's a soft sell way of criticizing what's happened. Right. Very soft. You know what I'm noticing? We're in a transition. You know what I'm thinking? I have noticed there have been some more negative stories about the California government and, and officials just in the last couple of weeks. And I wonder if the L.A. Times is trying to get ahead of the big disaster to say, well, you know, we did run stories about this some years ago. If you would check in our uh, in our uh, archives, archives, yes, check in our archives. You can see we did write about these issues. No, they have supported all the nonsense that has led to the huge water shortage, the huge gas shortage, the huge electricity shortage. It's been their uh, support for this, which has added, exacerbated the problem. 
Yeah. And and now they see that all these disasters are coming. And you'll see within the next few years, they will be there will be a big water, gasoline, or electricity disaster in terms of a shortage, in terms of blackouts, blackouts. in terms yeah. of yes, even further price spikes and further water restrictions. And it's all because of bad policies and non-policies by the government supported by these bastards at the times. But they're trying to get ahead of the story a little bit now. I would take you back to 2017. Anybody remember what happened in the latter part of 2017? Me too. And which, uh, which hack led the way? Harvey Weinstein. Now, Harvey's already been found guilty in New York of uh, sex assault. But uh, he was charged in 2020 in L.A. dealing with uh, a number of women who accused him of sex assault. So it got delayed because New York went first. Now it's time to pick a jury for the Los Angeles trial of Harvey Weinstein. 11 counts of sex assault. Five women alleged that he abused them in high-end West Side hotels between 2004 and 2013. He faces 135 years in prison if convicted. It's going to take a couple of weeks to pick the jury, then the trial will begin. But of note here, and maybe you knew this, John, I didn't. I didn't. We're, we're finding out that Jane Doe number four is Jennifer Seibel Newsom, the first partner. And I know you prohibit me from saying that. That's why I say it. Uh, that's been prohibited. Also, her uh, Seibel is prohibited as well. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. We can't put her, her married, her no, no, maiden only, name in there? On, on this show? We can't even say maiden You know, anyway. everybody has... Sexist? A, a, Associated Press has policies, right? We have policies, too. We give everybody two names. You, so you don't get a middle name. You don't get a hyphen. You have to pick a name. Oh, I didn't know about that rule. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Johnny Kent handbook? It's in the, yeah, the style book. We have a style, style book, book, too. Yeah. Everybody, all, everybody in the media is a slave to the AP style book. Well, you know, the AP style book says this. It's like, no, no, no. Johnny Kent style book. You get two names. You don't get three. So you didn't know this either then. Okay, I didn't no. know. I, I thought maybe this was because she's no, written she, about this before. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I don't keep track of her writings. She accused Weinstein of abuse in a 2017 Huffington Post essay. Man, I didn't read Huffington Post. Is that still around? Yeah, it is. Based on my years in the industry and unfortunately my own personal experience with Harvey Weinstein, I can tell you that I believe every single word that was written, she said in the essay. She worked as an actor in the mid-2000s. And uh, she says, I was naive in the industry. I was new. I didn't know how to deal with his aggressive advances work invitations with a friend late night at a Toronto film festival and later an invitation to meet him for a role at the Peninsula Hotel. Where this, and this part we know well. Staff was present that all of a sudden disappeared like clockwork, leaving me alone with this extremely powerful and intimidating Hollywood legend. Yeah, I, I, I think the reason this wasn't well, more well-known, I guess that was the, was the extent of her writings, and she didn't actually describe the sexual assault. She just left it that she was left alone inside the hotel room with him. Oh. And so because there weren't like gory details about what he might have done to her or tried to do to her, it just still I thought that would have maybe it has popped up in the media and I missed it in these last four years. So <clears throat> kind of surprised me that she's one of the accusers. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, she was a wannabe actress. Uh yeah, it's about a year before she married Newsom, I think, a year or two, uh, that this happened. Um, 
She, uh, Jane Doe 4 accused Weinstein of forcible rape occurred sometime between September 04 and September 05. So she's now saying it's an all-out rape. See, that was not in her original story in the Huffington Post. Yeah, forcible rape. Yeah. That's what's apparently in the complaint uh, as Jane Doe number four. Uh, there are also going to be four so-called prior bad act witnesses to take the stand, too. These are women that are not in the criminal case against Weinstein, but... Ken, it's the pattern of behavior thing, and that's what their their job will be right. so he, on the stand. When uh, when he gets convicted, part of the sentence will be based on uh, the crime that she suffered, and uh, you know her testimony here. So she's a major player in this case. So is this why she went on to make these documentary films about women that you always have fun with? Uh, her, <laughs> I don't know. She gets I, money from PG and E. The PG and E uh, pipeline there. I don't know. Jane Doe number one's an Italian model. Accused Weinstein of barging into her Beverly Hills hotel room after a film festival in 2013. She said she previously declined an invitation to his hotel room when they met in Rome. But after this Los Angeles Italia Film Fashion and Art Fest in February 2013, Weinstein showed up without warning and demanded to be let in. Demanded she strip. Bragged about about his influence in the film industry. She begged him to leave, showed him pictures of her children. I remember this woman's story. What a crazy, violent person. He did not relent and grabbed me by the hair and forced me to do something I did not want to do. Then dragged me to the bathroom and raped me. Wow. Oh, yeah, this guy was really creepy. I mean, he's he's already got basically a life sentence. He's, I think, what, 68? No, 70 now. And he's got a... uh, He is 70, right? Mostly, uh, he got a 23-year sentence. So most of that is still to come. So he's going to be in prison till he's past 90 years old. Yeah. But he's now got can... this attorney, Mark Worksman. You know that name? I've he seen is, that name he, Yeah, he's been around in high-profile cases out here. He says he's really going to grill them when they take the stand. Not going to let anything go unchallenged. That, that's a good guy, this Worksman, huh? But I think the convictions in New York are, the, the jury can't help but know that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how many yeah. times you question them, they probably are aware that he was convicted in New Mark York. Mark Worksman. Yeah, so this is what you lived your life for. This is what your mom wanted you to be, to defend, defend this fat slob. A, a, yeah, a, a convicted rapist. He's already a convicted rapist. You know all these charges are true. You think these women want to insert themselves in, in, into this kind of high-profile, publicly humiliating trial just for what, mm. the fun of it, for their, to advance their careers? What's going to be your story? Sexually charged word you use there. Insert themselves. Oh, I didn't mean that. Do you Uh, think... uh, So Weinstein's supposedly in really bad shape. He can't even stand up or walk, or is that an act? That's another... um, No, I think he really is. He's he's shot. His whole body is shot. His teeth are all rotting out. Oh. And he's trying to get... He was trying to get one judge to let him go to a private dentist and have them pulled out, and the judge said no. Uh, Oh, I remember that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because he he says the, the, the... Prison dentists are going to pull them out and not replace them with anything. So he's going to end up with uh, missing teeth in the front of his mouth. He might be a sympathetic defendant, no? Uh, I don't know. He's pretty ugly with or without the teeth. I mean, that is a nasty-looking man. All right, Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up after uh, 4 o'clock, the El Segundo Times weighs in in its own soft way on California's high gas prices and... uh, we just weren't prepared. We weren't prepared. Weren't prepared. No. They talk about some of the Be- ideas to prepare us. Well, it's Laughable, a- considering who's running the state. But- because it's all the incompetent boobs that uh, they endorsed over the years. Yeah. And didn't do their jobs. Uh, Newsom, Jerry Brown. It's their, uh, it's their fault. 
These are the people that they wanted in charge. We'll also keep you updated on the big L.A. City Council racially charged scandal. This audio that got dumped on Reddit of three of the council members uh, oh. dissing their fellow council members yeah, and a I bunch meant, of other people. Uh, I meant to tell you that. I, I found, uh, I don't have it in front of me now, but apparently somebody had written an introduction uh, to the Reddit clip. And uh, they wrote about how the labor unions are in bed with everybody at City Hall. And so I guess uh, in this person's mind, the purpose of the tape was to show how close. Ah, makes the, sense. The, the because this, I think this was recorded at the L.A. County uh, Federation of Labor Offices. That, that's right. And the other guy in the tape. What are they wrong. for the county workers unions? Is that what they are? Uh, I don't know. Or are they just all the unions? I don't know. I, I, I don't I have know. To but, look up their history. But, you know, and, there's uh, some that want that guy to resign. He's the fourth person in the conversation because he did not correct them or, 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 or chastise them for their racially charged comments. He should have said something. Yeah, I like that. Things. I like that. It, it's not enough. It's not enough to hold the people who say the words responsible. But if you're in the room, you have to immediately denounce the words and then walk out. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise, you get roped in too. Yeah, that's what uh, totalitarianism is. Totalitarianism. You're, requi- you're required to react. You're required to say something, or we're going to destroy your life. Uh, oh, look, we got earthquake news for Deborah Mark. No, it's kind of good news. Sort of. Um, have you ever heard of a, uh, well, it says here it's called an oarfish. Never heard of that? No. The oarfish is supposedly the world's largest bony fish. It's capable of growing 56 feet long. Oh. Apparently they caught someone off the co- they caught several of them off the coast of Mexico last month. And the fishermen who did this are going viral because they believe that when that fish gets that high up in the water to be caught, it's a sign of earthquakes <gasps> coming. Really? Oh, maybe there are tremors. Yes, they, they're, they're very much at the bottom of the ocean. That's where they dwell. That's why nobody really sees them. They- it is one freaking ugly fish. Wow. It's like got this silvery color and weird eyes. He lives at the bottom of the ocean. That's where all the ugly fish are. They... <laughs> They reside at depths of 656 to 3,200 feet below the ocean surface. So these Mexican fishermen believe that the sighting of the oarfish means that earthquakes are on the horizon. Now, didn't they have an earthquake in Mexico? Of course, they caught yes. these fish like last month. I think they did have yes, one, didn't they? they had two. Yeah. They had two off the coast. Um, I, I, could, I could see where they would... I mean, it's a myth, obviously. Uh, well, they say back in 2011, remember Fukushima off Japan? Yeah. For two years before that earthquake, these fish were washing to shore. And people were like wondering what that was about. Well, it could be there's pre-quakes, you know, foreshocks. Uh, yeah, there is a couple of experts say the links to reports of seismic activity go back many, many years, but there's no scientific evidence of a connection between these fish rising closer to the surface and a big earthquake on the horizon. I trust the fish. <laughs> That fish was was trying to get out of town. He was going somewhere. Now, the yeah. other story that's a little more scientific, but apparently um, they believe that there are signs in Earth's magnetic field that could also indicate a coming large earthquake. Mm. A new case-controlled study by something called QuakeFinder. Well, you should join them, Deborah. I should. A humanitarian research project 
um, within a company called Stellar Solutions, concludes that there could be good reason to continue to search, hunting for magnetic signatures for imminent tremors. And they think that there might be some connection there. It's very scientific the way this is explained in the article. Somebody sent it to us into a real science website. Oh, it's actually sciencealert.com. But they think that there could be something uh, to this to possibly also give us a heads up if there's a big quake coming. I what, think that's what, amazing. Like 12 seconds? The magnetic fields. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say exactly uh, what kind of... Uh, I mean, you know what? It wouldn't change anything anyway. The, the people in Florida, they had a week's warning about the hurricane, and uh, a lot of them wouldn't leave the house. So, uh, I, I What would I, you do if you, if you were told an earthquake's coming in three hours? Let's just throw out a number. Uh, I would leave. Well, it was a big, huge earthquake. But you might be. Where trying- would you leave? I mean, leave, go home, or you would. No, I, I would. Okay, I would figure out. Okay, there's a big earthquake on the San Andreas Fault. If they could pinpoint the fault, then I would. I would. I, and I had three hours. I would go to San Diego. I don't know. I would. I would get just far go away. You and every other car. Yeah, that's the thing. At least I would try. I don't know. I mean, if if a seven point five earthquake yeah, is no. going to, then you'll get stuck underneath a bridge. In traffic and can't They may move. not know the exact and the bridge comes seismic down number. You know, so. in today's day and age, we should know. I think we should know. We should oh, we should be able to predict, well, and, and we work. should be able to. I'm not a scientist. I don't have that scientific mind. She believe believes we're not. far enough along. Yes, I really do. I I can't believe. Do you know how few predict. people die in earthquakes in Southern California? I mean, it is really a minuscule. Amount we have of not had a humongous. Yeah, she's waiting, John, for the one for yeah, every 500. I'm not years. talking about the three, the four, the even five. I'm talking about even the, the even the Northridge earthquake didn't kill that. Many I'm people. talking about maybe no. A she's seven, talking five, about the big eight, eight, eight a nine, a ten. Uh, right, that's what the I'm ripper yes. like they right. had in Alaska. And then your, your mountaintop house tumbles down into the San Fernando. I think I'd Valley. have more uh, more issues than just uh, that. I'd be dead. She does not have a mountaintop house, and do I you? do not. Come on, I was going to say I didn't think you would live up. I. When I look at the yes, Hollywood Hills, sometimes do. I used to. When I first you, moved here, I went up there and like, I oh my god! I saw the, the f- photo you I posted. Live, live, you have a view of. Uh, I like, live up in the hills, but it's not. You you describe it like I'm on this. I'm at the top of this. She's mountain. not on a precipice. No. No. Yeah, she have like, like a, you have like a three mile driveway to the top, and there's uh, guards. Three and mile servants. driveway. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they're paying me way too much. Heavily, heavily fortified, and uh-huh. yeah. and I have armed guards. Yeah, armed guards. Yeah. I do. I want people people to think that, so nobody bothers you. I got to get KFI at 640. Landmines, too, right? Yes, that's right. I do. Live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. I'm getting landmines in front of my house. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.